Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. How are y'all feeling today? I hope that everyone is doing and feeling well. Y'all know how we do this. I want to give a shout out to our listeners who are tuning in and vibing with us. And today, I want to give an extra shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. Beyonce's internet makes the world a much smaller place. And as I'm watching the numbers in Frankfurt grow, I just continue to be humbled by this opportunity that we've been given to share space and grow together. To all of my listeners inside and outside of the U.S., thank you for choosing to be here with us. As usual, I am grateful. Please continue to share these Bloggers and Friends podcast episodes with others. Remember, it just might be the podcast they didn't know they needed. Okay? (laughs) Okay, friends. I'm about to let you in on a little secret. I, over this last two weeks, just binge watched Insecure. I know. I know, I know, I know. I know. Let me, let me live. Let me live. (laughs) Don't judge me. I am not a huge television person. And when I do watch television, I maybe watch four channels consistently. Plus, Y'all know cable companies already out here charging you your firstborn, so I was also being a tightwad, okay? I admit it, and just didn't want to spend the extra $15 a month on HBO. (laughs) Now look, I felt like I got a little bit of a pass because I fan out for Issa Rae, Amanda Seals, and Yvonne Orji outside of the show. So I felt like I had time to get to watch it, but... You know, then they hit us with the final season. And I was like, oh, hell, I can't watch it after the series ends. I felt like that would have been like showing up to a graduation after the grad already walked across the stage. (laughs) Well, hell, you done missed it now. (laughs) My girls summoned me and they were like, girl, you got to watch this like Now, (laughs) so I did what any dedicated woman would do when her hype crew is staring and blinking at them over their shades. I binge watched four seasons in two weeks. Lord, (laughs) whatever. I feel the judgment through the airwaves, y'all. Stop living in the past. Let's move forward. I watched it, okay? Sheesh. (laughs) My sister texted me and asked me what I thought about the show. I replied like, girl. You know there is not a simple response to that question with my overthinking ass. She was like, well, do you like it? I told her, I like it. She was like, well, do you like it a lot? I was like, I mean, I think so. (laughs) I love everything that it represents. I told her that I think I love it, but that I wish I would have grown with the show and really built relationship with it. Instead of just slamming through it with the sole purpose of getting to season five. It's like I didn't get to fully absorb, process, or appreciate the journey of the show. I know, I know, but the way my mind and my spirit are set up, 
I be needing time to sit in my thoughts, y'all. <laughs> Did I tell y'all my Pisces? <laughs> this episode, y'all, is for the culture. No spoilers, though. Girl, y'all trying to chop it up with my late ass about this. Always tardy to the party ass. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Let's do it. Now, listen. I have a limit as to how many shows I can take on at one time. TV, to me, can sometimes feel like telephone calls. And for those of y'all who know me, you know, I really dislike the telephone. She ain't lying. (laughs) I am a real-time, real-life experience type of person. And just like there are only a few people I will hop on the phone with, there are only a limited amount of shows that I can commit to at one time. (laughs) I love Queen Sugar and I love Blackish. My daughter, brother, and sister have a few shows they loop me into and we watch all together. But other than that, that's all I got. (laughs) So sliding insecure in meant that I had to pause one of my other shows. Sorry, Queen Sugar. I'll be back. (laughs) But I'm really glad I did. There were three things in general that this show made me think about and feel. One the continued appreciation for the elevated conversations around wellness and what that looks like and means on an individual basis. Two, the power of community. And three, the freedom in self-discovery. Yes. I think that so many times as Black people, we get caught in the inherited expectation that we have to be quote-unquote strong through any and every experience that life throws at us. It's actually a societal expectation given our historical ability to survive despite, right? I've talked about this on previous episodes, but our inability to feel as though we have the space and the permission to address and care for our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual selves has left us withered and tired, honey. (laughs) We become this empty vessel that is living a surface-level life, taking care of others around us because that is what we're preconditioned to do, and failing to nurture and love on ourselves, sometimes to the point where we are unrecognizable to ourselves and wake up one day trying to figure out how in the hell, we got here, (laughs) right? I loved how they explored some of the cultural taboos around wellness, such as seeking therapy and not allowing a diagnosed mental health condition to define you, and how there were these examples of uh, needing and establishing boundaries, both personally and professionally. And Lord, this one, removing the things from your life that no longer serve or honor you. And honey, the importance of checking on your strong friends. That part. I remember when my father passed, I went to his funeral, went to his repast, and then child went straight to rehearsal. I remember thinking and even saying out loud, I don't have time to cry. I mean, I cried at the funeral, but past that, I felt like I I had to stop it right there, right? Well, that was my way of being strong for me and my daughters because I knew life had to go on. I felt like taking the time to mourn and process would have imposed on them. And in looking back, that decision was not only unhealthy, 
but also missed an opportunity to demonstrate a grieving process to them. I think this is common in our community because of what we experience as a people. We have been conditioned to endure and survive as opposed to healing in order to thrive. I think the vulnerability of these characters in the experiences they acted out was so well balanced because, let's face it, well, I speak for myself. (laughs) My spirit needs a long break from Black tragedy. (laughs) You feel me? So I really appreciated the oh shit moments mixed with the girl clinching pearl moments topped off with the LOL no they didn't moments, right? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure we can all look back on those moments in life where shit got real and where you literally had to gather yourself or be gathered. And at that time, I'm sure wasn't shit funny. But as you evolve, you're able to look back at those moments and understand the seriousness. But you also may be able to find a little humor, a few giggles, not all the time, but sometimes and maybe a lot of the time. (laughs) Now, y'all know that I'm a sucker for black love stories. And when I say that, I do not limit that love to a human love interest. And in the case of Insecure, honey, my heart was bouncing all over the place. Was there a focus on romantic relationships? Yes, absolutely. But it was also about being sprung on blackness and black people. The emotional connection that we have to our communities. The intimacy and strength of black female relationships. The beauty in every hue, shape, and identity. And the dream of building with and for each other. Y'all know I will wear out the topic of community. Wear it out. Girl, (laughs) we know. But all I can say is how much I related. I'm going to be really predictable here. And yep, that's right. You guessed it. Talk about the thread of the entire storyline which was around the community of sisterhood. Yes, you know I have to. (laughs) I think about how me and my girlfriends literally grew up together, even the ones that came later in life. To know me is to grow with me and vice versa. We are human and we're going to make mistakes. We are not going to get things right every single time. We're going to unintentionally hurt each other's feelings and we're going to annoy the hell out of each other every so often. But growing through those things together and learning how to be and do better for each other is part of the journey, right? It's the history and intimacy of healing and extending grace. And it's the value, respect, and protective disposition that reinforces who we are to one another and why this sacred space of sisterhood is such a gift. And when I say a gift, it really is the gift that keeps on giving. We can never, never see too many circles of sisterhood. Our community needs to see that women can support women and have this imperfect bed of feathers to fall on gentle hands to lift each other up, and words of wisdom to encourage one another. I could really, 
write a love letter to Black people and specifically Black women as we are one of God's greatest masterpieces. He not only took his time on creating us, but he made us so unique, so beautiful, so complex, and so gifted that we, ourselves, stand in awe of his work. Child, I know I do. (laughs) Last, can we all admit to standing for self-discovery? There is just something so gratifying, if your heart is in the right place, about seeing others step into themselves. I don't care if you're 30 or if you're 50. (laughs) I tell folks all the time that I am still growing up. (laughs) Real talk. I have said it once before and I will say it again. The minute we decide to stop growing is when we die. Honey, I have a lifetime subscription to Evolution and I will not be canceling it anytime soon. (laughs) I was further reminded of the importance of the journey, being open to failure, allowing yourself the freedom to dream and to indulge in your passions and giving yourself grace when you fall short of being your best self. The topic of authenticity is nothing new here in this Bloggers and Friends podcast community. The quest that we all embark on of understanding who we are, what we believe, and what we stand for, and our ability to show up being exactly who we think we are in our truest form is necessary in order to have anything meaningful and genuine. This is true in our relationship with others and most importantly, our relationship with ourselves and our ability to be and feel seen. Say it. The minute we settle into ourselves and into our gifts is when we begin to uncover and discover the best and most meaningful parts of life, a higher level of self-awareness and authenticity. And when we turn those gifts into service, That is when we tap into our purpose and what I believe to be one of the highest levels of joy. We'll come through to enjoy. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. Don't fault me for being late. (laughs) Let's all celebrate the fact that I arrived, okay? (laughs) I think arrived is actually a perfect word being that this show felt like home. It felt familiar. And likely because these are the stories, feelings, and experiences had by so many we know. I said earlier that I could have written a whole love letter to Black people. But in thinking about it, that is actually what this show was for me. An entire love letter to the Black experience. To all of the things that make us different and all of the things that bond us to all of the things that have attempted to break us and all of the strides we have made towards healing, to embracing all that is Black and creating space for our excellence to thrive, to community, to self-discovery, and to wellness. I may be late in tuning in, but for me, it was right on time. I have so many other thoughts to unpack about this show, but I will save them for my sister's couch, as her and I say two seconds ago. (laughs) To cap off my thoughts on this beautiful love letter, 
I will end in the words of Queen Bee herself. Same skin that was broken be the same skin taken over. Most things out of focus view, but when you're in the room, they notice you because you're beautiful. I love y'all. Be well. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.